Sasquatch Podcast. I'm Aaron Berger, a Nebraska Extension Beef Educator. For today's Beef Watch Podcast, we're going to have a conversation around an article that appeared in the May issue of the Beef Watch newsletter titled, Keeping Stress in Check, Strategies and Tools That May Help. To discuss this topic, I'm joined today by Glennis McClure, as well as T.L. Meyer, who are both Nebraska Extension educators. Thanks for joining me today. Well, thank you, Aaron, for having us. This is an important topic, I think. Yep, thank you. Well, as we were having a conversation before we got on to talk about the podcast, we just talked about the extended drought conditions we've seen in Nebraska. You know, some of these are going back almost three years now where we've had dry conditions. And then when you look at the winter, we had, again, a lot of snow, but unfortunately that did not translate and then to precipitation this spring. And so for a lot of folks, they've been under an extended period of stress for a long time. And in the article, you talk about just short-term stress versus long-term stress and the different impacts on people with that. Just share with us some thoughts around understanding stress and then when short-term stress moves from being a good thing to help us press through and, and get some things done in a timely way to when it becomes extended and can really have some long-term negative impacts on health. Right. Well, stress is something that we all experience on a daily basis. Um, you know, just uh, making sure we're on time to things and so on. I know I, I feel that. And uh, and uh, like just doing a podcast like this sometimes can be a little bit stressful. So we all experience stress. And and stress, actually, there can be good stress, too, when we're preparing for something something fun or let's say, you know, we got graduations coming up. And so there's a lot of moms and dads out there that are kind of stressed getting everything ready for graduations. Um, and But that's kind of a eustress that we call it eustress was a good stress. It kind of it kind of motivates us to do and to act and so on. And so so not all stress is bad, but you're right, Erin, after things are prolonged, if it's things are really eating at us and we don't always know what to do, um, that can become what we call distress. And distress is something we really need to pay attention to in ourselves and also uh, uh, th those around us. And sometimes when we get to that distress point, things just people aren't, you know, really coping well or really sometimes thinking I guess, cognitively or, you know, making good decisions. And so, so we really need, need to watch, you know, that things don't get out of hand. In the article, you highlight some just kind of tips or tools to think through to help relieve some stress. Give some examples of those and how they might be a way to, I guess, kind of step back and take a break a bit from a stressful situation. Right. I note several really good resources of folks that can, folks can turn to and take a look at in the article. But I, I noted, um, I just picked out some that are, you know, a lot of it's kind of common sense a little bit. How do we cope with with stress, you know, in our lives. And so I just provided some examples of that. And I know, you know, again, we hear all the time we need to eat healthy, you know, make sure you get those fruits and vegetables and those healthy snacks in your diet. Because I know sometimes a lot of people turn to eating bad or not eating at all when they're really stressed. So you got to keep your diet in a good, in a good, in good shape. And then of course the sleep, sleep and getting your seven to eight hours of sleep each night is really important. You know, trying to find things in your life that help you relax, listening to music. If that's one of the things you like to do, what are those things that can kind of calm you and make, and make things not seem so bad? 
I noted that volunteering, you know, kind of stepping away from the stress of the farm or the ranch sometimes and doing something positive in your community, uh, just to kind of get away from things. Um, thinking of things of how we're how we can be grateful on a daily basis, spending time with, you know, the kids and playing games and kind of, again, just getting your mind off of the things that are really stressful. Uh, you might have that favorite pet. And, um, you know, you got to pay attention to them sometime and and uh, give them a little bit of love <laughs> um, that can make you sort of feel good. Um, and also, so as I've kind of mentioned some of these things, just not letting the farmer ranch always intrude on our total life because we're st we're human. And, you know, we have other parts or aspects of our life other than just work all the time. So reading something new, um, just letting go of what cannot be controlled. So you mentioned you know, the drought. You know, again, we cannot control the weather as, as much as we wish we could. Um, that's, that's something we can't control. So sometimes we just have to let go. And, um, you know, again, Mother Nature's doing its thing. And, and we hope that that turns around. But, um, but it does cause us stress, you know, in our lives right now. I would add, I think this time of year is really important, especially here in the western part of the state as we kind of move into branding season. Um, everyone's been kind of holed up. A lot of people hold up at their places calving. Calving's stressful. Branding offers this chance to get together with our friends and neighbors and just being able to talk to somebody, even just catching up, I think is another way that's, that's really relevant, especially out here in our area for uh, relieving stress. That's a great point, TL, um, because we, you know, we really started to hear a lot more about mental health issues. I, you know, I think it's more prevalent and it's, and again, we're not alone. A lot of people are facing this kind of thing, but we really started to hear a little bit more about that when we were all going through the pandemic and we were trying to be sort of socially distanced, but yet it was basically said that, you know, you still want to stay in touch. Don't isolate yourself. And you're right, kind of paying attention to other folks, um, you know, having getting together in your social circles is is really, really important. And um, I know that I think there were just a lot more people that started to, you know, really face stress issues and so on, you know, because of what we went through with, for a year and a half or so with the pandemic issues. Um, you know, there's so, there's a lot of us that are like feel really blessed that we're in Nebraska, we're in, you know, the rural areas, and so we aren't always around a lot of people. So that part was good through the pandemic. But but yet at the same time, we don't want to isolate ourselves all the time like that. And I think uh, drought, wildfires, all the things that have been going on, it's just when we get to interact with our social circles, it gives us a chance to, I don't know if anything, just compare, see what each other's doing and check in with each other. So again, mm -hmm. don't no, don't neglect those social aspects. For sure. Yeah, T.L., I think you brought up a point that I think is really important. You know, as we think about a lot of people in agriculture, oftentimes they tend to be introverted. Uh, folks that grew up in a culture where you pull yourself up by your bootstraps and you get through it. Uh, but there also comes a point in time when it's, I think it's really important to say, hey, I uh, I need some help or I need to have a conversation with someone because I'm I'm in a tough spot. And I think that's sometimes hard for us. I'll speak here, men in particular, but it's pretty important to be able to do that, not only for yourself, but for the for the health of your your family and the community you're part of. I think that um again, just um, you know, we're gonna see people out and about that, you know, have sort of been dealing with a lot of stress. And again, if it turns into distress, that's a really a bad thing if it's really been prolonged. I think we we want to be good listeners. I think in terms of 
um, trying to empathize with people and understand where they're coming from. And I always think of being a good listener in thinking about, you know, being that caring person and taking time and understand where they're at. And we do have resources. The university, I, I guess it's been great that I've been part of a team on called Rural Wellness. And so we have a ruralwellness.unl.edu website with a lot of resources on there. In fact, um, one of the programs where I, I took a lot of the information for this article is called Mending the Stress Fence. And there's a program button on that website and then a bunch of handouts. And so when I went through that list of coping strategies, um, there's like probably oh, probably three or four more times um, good suggestions there for coping strategies. But you're right. If we get to that point or we know of someone that um, is really... Um, distress, you really want to sort of ask the question, you know, how they're doing, stay in touch with them. There are some really very important resources. In fact, if you ever sense that someone or you've asked them if they feel suicidal, that you want to keep in hand that 988 number, that is the suicide and crisis lifeline. You don't want to leave them alone. Okay. You want to try to get them help, but also just in general for emotional support, we have the rural response hotline here in Nebraska. And so their website, and they've got a lot of resources. They can help with some financial information, but um, really in the, you know, fitting with the stress um, topic here is that they provide, they can provide some free vouchers for counseling sessions. And this is through the counseling outreach and mental health therapy program. And they, the rural response hotline folks, they administer that program. So again, farmhotline.com is their um, website. So it's easy, farmhotline.com or 800-464-0258. So again, um, there's some, you know how we don't, you think, oh, I don't really want to visit with, you know, a professional. I don't have the money or, you know, you know, things are strapped for cash right now, but they actually have some free vouchers where people can actually receive some professional assistance. And I think it's important to note that rural response hotline is it's confidential. It's anonymous. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep. So if you're really on the fence about mental health, that's a great way to reach out and uh, without alerting everyone, if you want to keep it private. And and then one of the things that we um, in our rural wellness work um, a few years ago, we sort of coined the term reaching out is Nebraska strong. So I, I really love that because we we think of ourselves and farmers in, in farming and ranching as strong, you know, and and yet there's times when we've got to um, sort of reach out to others and help them and also reach out for the resources. So Nebraska, reaching out is Nebraska strong is kind of a, a good theme or something to think about. Glenn, STL, anything else on this topic you'd like to highlight today? No, I'd say just, um, again, remember you're you're not alone. Um, a lot of people are facing these issues um, and there's a lot of stress. Um, and, th- and it's not always, I mean, it, it's been a little bit more severe here lately with the drought and some of the high costs that we're, that we're facing, but it's not something new. You know, it's something that's, um, you know, that there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of things that can cause issues in agriculture, especially where it's a high risk occupation, I guess, you know, right? Um, so, but just keep in mind, you're not alone and there are resources. And um, again, um, to TL's great point is that 
um, stick with your social circles and 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 uh, and watch out for other people, but also yourself. Stay within that that social realm so that um, you're not feeling alone. Kind of check in with other people. Yeah, I don't have much else to add. I just think just to repeat it, um, the Rural Response Hotline again. It's eight hundred four six four zero two five eight. Or you can access it online at farmhotline.com. Well, Glenn STL, thanks for joining me today to talk about a really important topic, uh, one that's really important to us as an ag community, and appreciate the resources you talked about, and and Glenn, it's what you put in the article. Yes, thank you so much for um, having me, and I, I'm glad to glad to be able to provide um, this important resource for the folks out, um, you know, that are that are working in the beef industry in Nebraska, for sure. Thanks. Thank you. For more information on the topic that was discussed in today's Beef Watch podcast, I would encourage you to visit the beef.unl.edu website. The title of the article we discussed today, Keeping Stress in Check, Strategies and Tools That May Help.